And yeah, at that moment, it's going to hurt. It's going to taste sour. Those moments are bad. But you know, I'm going to go through that because I know I'm be better in the long run. And when I get there, that's when you're going you're, you're, you're to taste the fruit. Welcome to the Winner's Find Away Show. I am your host, Trent Clark. And this is episode 20 with Bobby Magianis, coach of the Atlanta Braves. Leaders are learners. Bobby has been a hitting coach and been in professional baseball, both as a player and coach for over 32 years. He has pursued his education all the way through, finally achieving his master's degree in his 50s. Bobby talks about his challenges along his way and delivers insightful realizations and learnings from his journey. He shares his trials of being a leader and being, being a follower of Christ that never stops learning with a growth mindset to lead. You will not want to miss us discuss surgery and rehab, passion for sport, perseverance and stubbornness, the distressed versus the you stressed. This is episode one of two on the Winners on the Way show, episode 20 with Atlanta Braves coach Bobby Magianas. Hi, this is Trent Clark. Host of Winners Find a Way Show. I'm a CEO of Leadership at a international speaker, serial entrepreneur, and longtime coach in professional baseball, where I coached over 12 years, coached three different organizations in the World Series with the Indians twice, and with my buddy Bobby Magianis and the Los Angeles Angels. So uh, pretty awesome. Bobby Magianis, now coach of the Atlanta Braves. Welcome, buddy. Yeah, that trends. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure being here, bud. Oh, man, I'm so happy because I've been looking forward to us doing this for months. So this is exciting. And the shirt. Look at the shirt. Sit, sit tall, Bobby. Show us the shirt, man. Mentally strong. Look at you're all cut up, too. Yeah. dude. You're, you're physically and mentally strong. <laughs> Look at you. I love it. So for this show, folks, hey, have you ever faced stiff adversity? Have you ever been up against it and feeling like, hey, I got to find a better way. I got to get out of this. Um, I'm in a bit of a funk. I'm going to get it better. You know, in baseball, Bobby, you know, we know about slumps. We know about, you know, overcoming. And this guy has had a great journey through adversity to get to exactly always knowing exactly where he wanted to be. So if you're in that position today, you are in the right place. You're going to learn some great things about overcoming. If you are an entrepreneur, an athlete, a business leader, or you're just simply looking to get elite, like I think this is the perfect podcast and place for you. So welcome to my good friend, Bobby Magianis, who uh, I think Bobby will be coached six, seven years together with the Angels. Yeah, man, man. Great memories. That's where we met. And then yeah, it was fun, man. That was a great run there with the Angels, too. Yeah, great run. Great run. We had a lot of fun. A lot of change, right? A lot of change and adaptability going on during that time. Uh, we saw changes in management, changes in executive leadership, just a lot of things that we survived kind of through it. And uh, always fun. For you, uh, we'll have some Q&A at the end, so we're going to hold questions to the end of our chat. And uh, But please, if you have anything, get it to us. And, and we'll also find out where you can find Bobby. So Bobby, tell them where that you can find you online. Like, Hey, if I want to talk to Bobby Magias, you're on LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn. And, uh, also, uh, on, uh, Instagram at, uh, yes. Magianas Bobby. And also I have a, uh, a hitting also account on Instagram called swing ugly. So you can reach me at both swing ugly. Yes. yes, I love it. I love yeah. it. You know, I heard I heard that from a lot of coaches actually. So I don't know if I love that. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. We can get into that later about what, right. why, why, why swing ugly. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'm just telling kids right now, man, like swing, just swing, man. Some good things happen when you do it, right? Yeah. Let's talk about exactly. a, few, a few key highlights for all of you out there. If you do not know Bobby Magnus, and you're going to want to, uh, this guy, 32 years in professional baseball, 13 as a player, 19 as a coach. Man, this is in your blood. You were drafted twice, high school at the Expos, and then out of Cerritos Junior College by the Mariners, which, which is when you signed, right? You signed with the Mariners right. on the second shot. Played for Team USA in 89, 1989 for you kids out there. In the 19th <laughs> um, part of six championships, 12 as a pro, as a player, uh, in pro ball. So, um, hitting coach four years in rookie ball, uh, manager, Texas league champion as a manager. That's double a ball. For those who don't know, white Sox, uh, bench coach, triple a of the Indians, uh, now home of the uh, Toronto blue Jays, triple <laughs> um, a hitting coach, the Braves, Scottsdale Scorpions fall league. You've been through a lot of different leagues, probably everything from, developing the premier athlete at the major league level. Now you coach the premier athlete at that elite level saying, Hey, now the challenge not to get here, it's to stay here. And we know how hard that is, right? Uh, You've also, you've also improved your own development by developing scouting skills and, and going into the scouting world of what are scouts looking for as I, as a coach, learn, hey, this is what we're looking for out front. This is what we want to develop those folks into. So I love that. What most people don't know about you, Bobby, because, you know, you were drafted out of junior college, is you've got your bachelor's degree in management at the young age of 45 years old and a <laughs> master's degree at 50 in performance psychology, which we're going to talk a lot about today. How about that? Winners Find a Way show is brought to you by data-driven operations powered by Journeys. Journeys is a software solution that helps you create a winning formula for your organization. DD Ops powered by Journey helps you act as one, see as one, work as one, play as one, win as one. Are you looking for visibility, coachability, and productivity amongst your team? DD Ops is your software. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it uh, definitely uh, kind of later in my life is when I uh, kind of had the fruits of uh, all the, the hard work and perseverance. But but yeah, I mean, I, I got my education later in life. Yeah, I think it's always been hard work and perseverance with you. But I'll tell you one thing I love about you, Bob, and I've always loved this. Man of faith and a man that's always joyful. Like we have had plenty of trials together, you and I, you know, like it's been players and management wants something different from us and you know we're have to pivot and and there could be a lot of reasons to get down but you have smiled through this journey better than probably anybody i've known along the way so i really honor that about you man thanks 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 Trey. yeah it's definitely uh nothing's easy but uh again it's it's uh it's just battling through everything and like you said persevere and 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 uh, in time you'll reap those rewards so I, I caught you on the road today. Where are you at in the world? We're, we're in Philadelphia right now. In Philly. Going to yeah. play the mighty Phillies tonight. And, yeah. Uh, yeah seven, seven, 7.30 Wago? 
705 705 705 way go so now why don't you quickly explain to them bobby like people think like this is for you know for people who don't know i want them to understand this people think like oh hey you're a pro athlete uh you show up at six like we do with the little league and uh we take a couple balls in the cage and then we go hot at 705 right like is that how pro ball is is that how it works bobby uh, no, we're there pretty early. Actually, we're, we're there really early, especially as a coach. We're there to prepare. We're, we're there to, to to get the scan report on the opposing pitcher, uh, opposing team, um, get get the players ready. I mean, they're there early in the cage to, to get their routines going in the cage uh, and, and work on their hitting. And then we actually have batting practice before the game. And then uh, and then we play the game. So we're, we're there about five hours, six hours before game time. Well, and then, of course, the post. Right. And then there's all the post work to do, the reporting, the breakdown, one on one discussions. So what I always saw, you know, my days started in pro ball on the road at noon. At noon, I got to the ballpark for the 705 game and I typically left at midnight after the last guy was done working out. I and mean, there's a lot yeah. of post workout. Right. So <laughs> yeah. that was standard operating procedure for me was it's a 12 hour day on the road. And sometimes. Uh, that can very easily be 18 for me when a lot of people go, hey, you know what I like to do, coach? I like to go to the local gym at seven. You know, I'm a starting pitcher and I didn't even play yesterday. So, hey, I'm thinking, why don't you and I go down to the local, you know, uh, uh, name your gym, right? <laughs> you know, and uh, your name, your, your local fitness establishment, right? LA Fitness, whatever. And we're there at 8 a.m., and I'm usually there with two hours with a number of athletes come back, maybe get my workout in. And then I'm at the ballpark by noon. So standard days pro ball is not exactly like show and go, right? Like we do with the kids. It is a lot of work. Right. Yeah. You, you nailed it. It is. So Bobby, tell us a little bit why I asked you to do the show. Hey, this is winners find a way, Bobby. You've always found a way. We want to hear from you. Winners find a way. Why do you come on and do something like this? Why do you come on and talk about things? Well, first of all, I, I like to encourage people. I like to teach. I like to coach. Uh, I like to inspire. And I like for people to get better. I mean, that's just my passion right now. And, and I want them to hear my story as well. You know, uh, we, we, we get inspired by people's stories. We get inspired by, by other people and, and their testimonies. And because uh, it's truthful. It's like, man, this guy did. I can do it, too. So, you know, I want to just encourage people out there to to. To, to just uh, keep at it, what, what they want to do it and, and go forward. Is this, is this, sh is this shirt a Bobby Magianis original or where can I pick one up, bro? Because I, <laughs> I want one, man. Like I want one. And I, and I, might, and I maybe want the Bobby Magianis logo around it too. Yeah. Actually, we give a testimony on that. This t-shirt is from a, a guy that, you know, Freddie Sandoval, who oh, uh, sure, he sure. Had this. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's another guy that ex player of mine that I managed in the minor leagues in A-ball and in double-A. And uh, after he retired, he became a mental skills coach, and he does that full-time. And this is his uh, his logo. Uh, and so he sent me a T-shirt, and, and I wear it. You know, uh, he inspired this. Talk about people. How about this? How about the, the, the student inspiring the teacher to get yes. his degree and everything? And he inspired me to, to go on to, to get my mm -hmm. degree. This is a guy that I coach. So – I mean, yeah. you never know. We learn from everybody. And uh, again, that's another inspiration of someone who influenced me. A guy that I taught and I coach inspires me now to move on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I coached Freddie as well, obviously, right? He was with us with the Angels. And uh, yeah. great, great young man. He's also a testament of what we always have that in, in a great teammate, right? We always yes. talk about the card, coachability, adaptability, responsibility. He takes it on. And then dependability. He does it time and time again. I think Freddie went up to high A ball, double A ball. This, the skill set kind of topped out for Freddie, but he did everything we ever asked as coaches. We love to have athletes. We love to have team members like that. And it's often the kind of players that you and I end up saying, oh, Freddie Sandoval, I'll take 10 more just like him. Well, you know, well, coach, he's not the biggest. He's not the best. Well, hey, listen, all he does for me is show up and work hard. And when I ask yeah. him to do something, he gets it done, right? Right, right. Yeah, again, and look what he's doing. And, you know, he's, he's awesome. He's a, he's a really good mental skills coach. So that's another guy that uh, people can, can – can uh, go to. Nice. All right. Well, Bobby, uh, thrilled that you're here today, man. Let's jump into it with, uh, tell us the most impactful pivot point you had as a kid. Like you, you got a brother, you know, your brother played pro ball too, coached. He also may still wander, still coaches, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. playing the big leagues too. Yep. So you, you guys are a family of baseball. Like it was there an impactful moment. Like you said, Hey, this is what I want to do. We're on our, on our path to set and do this. And, we can do it no no matter the obstacle. Well, I, I'll tell you what where it kind of was for me. It was an elementary school, and uh, there was a Tommy. I, I, I was, like you said, I was born in a baseball family, so I, I had the, the genes of me, had the passion of me. I loved baseball since I was a little kid. But, uh, you know, I always saw the big league guys, you know, uh, playing, and I said, man, I want to do that someday when I was a little kid. You know, I, I want to be a major league player someday. I just had yes. that passion. That's what I want to do for a living. So, but I think what really, I think, inspired me and like, you know, I'm going to do it. And I had, I was stubborn with it was uh, I was in elementary school. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember when you're in elementary school, there's a day where the teacher says, okay, today we're going to talk about uh, what you want to be in life, what you want to do in life when you get older. So the T, okay. So teacher went around the room and says, okay, you know, uh, uh, Billy, what do you want to do? I want to be a police officer. Okay, why? Because I want to protect people. I want to help the community. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, okay, uh, Maria, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to be a nurse. Why? Because I want to take care of people. Oh, okay, so everyone. Good. So after a couple kids, they get to me. Bobby, what do you want to do? I'm going to be a professional baseball player. And and she goes, and she kind of chuckled, and she goes, Bobby, that's not a a, a job. That that That's a sport. You know, you, I go, no, I'm going to be a professional baseball player. And she chuckled and laughed and then the kids started kind of laughing too because i kept saying that and and i remember that she goes bobby no that's you know you, you know someday you have to you know, have a job and do something and and you know that's that's just a sport you know that's not and oh my gosh i remember me getting upset because i she chuckled laughed it's like you know you can't do yeah. that and i went what and so i mean as it can tell the way i'm talking about it that was like a moment with me, like, you know what, I'm going to show you. Yes. And I remember telling her, the, the teacher, I remember telling the teacher, well, let me tell you something. I said, I, I forgot what name I used. You know, I'm, I was a group, group of Dodger fan in LA. So I think I said Steve Garvey or whatever. I said, look, he's making a million dollars, which is a million more than what you're making. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I told her that. And, and uh, so that inspired, so I remember that after that, I go, you know what, I'm going to prove that, that, that we can make a living out of this. And, yeah. you know, you know, whatever, 40 years later, I'm, I'm still, in, I'm still in it. 
Isn't that awesome, man? Like it's yeah. it's it's that that driver that sets in our heart, right? Like, listen, this is what I want to do. And I, I you know, I have a very similar story to people telling me no. And you know, it it, it was a big chip that kind of got on my shoulder and was like, you know, I'll show you. I'll show you, you know, and, and, uh, I, I don't know if it was always positive, right? It was definitely a driver. It There was some negative side of it too. Um, not that I ever went back and went, Hey, everybody, you know, I don't know if you know or not, it all worked out for me. You know, like, I, I don't think I've ever done that for sure. But, but man, I know that like, at that time, I just remember just being angry, angry that someone would tell mm-hmm. me no. And uh, my, my breakout was when I was with a fellow former major leaguer and, you know, he told me I had what it takes. And that was so valuable for me, man, that, that changed things for me. And, and I said to him, you know, Hey man, with all due respect, like everybody's telling me I'm not fast enough, not big enough, not strong enough. And all I'm hearing is I'm not enough. And he said, you know, his, his most valuable advice to me at that time, when I was a young man, like 15 years old said, Hey Trent, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Like, any of those other people play in the major leagues? And I was like, hey, no. And he's like, I really mm-hmm. caution you where you take your advice from. Mm-hmm. And man, I have lived by that in, in business, in relationships, in, in sport, everything. Like I want to know about hitting. I'm getting Bobby on the phone. Like I want to know like mm-hmm. what, what this guy who's like, Hey, I did stay at a holiday Inn express last night. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go to the source and I want right. people that know, right? You're right. You're so right. I love uh-huh. the quote by Chris McChesney and Sean Covey. Winners, when shown data that they are losing, find a way to win. Let's talk a bit about your background. I mean, that allowed you to overcome, you know, become one of those one percenters in sports and life. Like it is not easy. And, and that's a number that we probably heard as kids, you know, like, you know what the odds are of you being in the major leagues and all those things. It's, it's rare air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All got it. What, um, what was one of the times you were up against it, you know, losing down, but not out. And you found a way to come back and win. Well, I can just share my life. I mean, what, what, Number one is when you have a goal and you have passion and you believe in yourself and you believe that, you know what, I can do this if I just get the chance. There's stubbornness. You know, uh, again, I, I, I like to research things and, and, and researching, you know, very successful people, not only in sports, but it can be in business. It can be in, in anything. Yeah. They're stubborn in, in a good way, not in a bad way. They're stubborn, which means that they will not take no as an answer. It's like, I'm going to fight and they will fall. They will, you know, run up against a brick wall. They will hurt themselves and everything, but they do it because they know that if I climb this wall, once I get over this, I can be that person or I can, I can achieve my goal. Yeah. And, and with me, it was just that it was like, you know, I wanted to prove myself. I, you know what, I can do this. If someone just gives me the opportunity, and so there wasn't really like a pivotal moment. There were so many moments, so many scars, so many tears, so many, you know, shedding of blood. It was like moments where, you know, I, I can tell, you know, what I went through, you know, I got released four times, yeah, three surgeries. I went through three so surgeries. People don't understand that, right? Released is being fired. Okay. That's, being that's fired. what happens there. Like they're saying like, you know, we're releasing you. And that's a, so if I could jump in for a second. It's a gigantic testimony to you because when most people are released, they do not sign another 
professional baseball contract. They often go to the independent leagues. They may have other options and other things, but other teams will not pick them up unless they have a testament to their character, their perseverance, their willingness to continue and, and, and continue to grind and a, a testimonial from those they're coming from that says this guy will make people better around him. Yeah. And so again, I, I, and, and, and I would, I would get jobs and, you know, and, and so, and I would get released and, and, you know, it's, it was like, gosh, and just one after another, like, well, what's going on? What, why is this happening? And then multiple injuries, three surgeries that one, the last one I had was reconstruction of my shoulder and I rehabbed for 18 months. And out and during that 18 month rehab, I wanted to quit many times because it was so painful. And I go, really, is it worth it? And as a matter of fact, I wanted to come back. I wanted to go back to school, you know, and, 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 and go on and move on with my life. But, you know, I kept grinding, going through it. So, you know what, I still have hope. Like there's still a strand, there's still a little thing I can hold on to that I can still realize my dream. And, so I would, you know, I would just I would wear it. I would just go through all the pain and, and, and emotionally and physically. So anyway, so, you know, I was released four times and, 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 and uh, multiple injuries and surgeries and rehabs and, and all that. And, and you know, something uh, uh, I, I didn't play in the major leagues after 12 years, it was all minor leagues. And I go into coaching, same thing, you know, I, you, you, you persevere. And you know something, uh, after 31 years, of being in the minor leagues, I finally made it to the big leagues. And it took 31 years. This is my 32nd year pro ball was with our team last year. You know, and this is my first time officially as a major league coach. And, you know, it's again, it took 32 years. And, and it's funny because there was a person saying, man, you know, you're moving quickly, man, you listen know, to that. I go, yeah, it took, I go, it took 32 years to be an overnight success. You know, you know, it's like the people had no idea. Like, man, you're young. You're moving quickly. You have no idea what I've gone through and, and how to get here. And, and, you know, that's my story. It's like, you know, it's perseverance really. And so is it one pivotal moment? Not at all. It was so many. I mean, you got to stumble, fall, get up, you know, it's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you right now, when you mentioned what's, what's, what's a, you know, a quote and something, you know, like, you know, uh, that, that kind of gets you over the hump with me. It's, it's a, it's a quote by, uh, I forgot who it was really. I don't know what it is. It says it's only a lump of coal, you know, a lump of coal is the ugliest rock. It's an ugly rock, a coal, but that lump of coal, it's only through consistent pressure and heat that that lump of coal becomes a diamond. Yeah. And diamonds most precious rocks. So it's like yeah. I went through that like no one's business to finally bam, here, here we are, which I praise God about. But it, it's it it's not easy and, and it goes through a lot, but that's what shapes us. That's what forms us. That's what prepares us to get to that moment. Yes. I love it. I love it. And I tell you, man, it's um I think there's let, let's talk about one thing in that 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 you mentioned that I think is really important, which is once you did a surgery and rehabbed and came back, it's a, it's a huge trial. But once you've done it once, there's confidence in the fact that, hey, I've done it before. I can do this again. I, ha I know how to do it. Talk to, about, talk to us about that. Well, uh, again, it, it hurt. I mean, the, the first surgery I had uh, was a shoulder surgery. And, you know, I... You know, you don't know what to expect because I never had surgery. 
And I didn't really fully recover. I had ankle surgery as well. I recovered from that. And then the, the second, the last surgery was the, was the, uh, was the 18 month rehab surgery where they reconstructed my shoulder and it's pain. And not only is there pain physically, but emotionally it's like, am I ever going to play again? My, my dreams are shot because I was young at the time. You know, I'm 20, I believe I was 23 years old when, when I had that surgery, 23, 24. So I'm still young. And so, I mean, all those things come to mind and, and again, it's uh, after you get done with that, you're like, wow, I'm glad I did it. But during that time, you're just like, no, I, I, this I, is awesome. I wanted to quit. <laughs> I wanted to quit. I really wanted to quit. There was times like, well, it's not worth it. It was so painful physically, but it was painful emotionally, mentally. It, it really, I mean, you're like, gosh, it just, when you felt, okay, it's finally there. And all of a sudden setbacks. And I had so many of those during the rehab. Yeah. And I'm going, you know what? It's just not worth it. And and actually the, the doctor told me that the chances of me coming back to playing were very slim because it was a new surgery that, that he had performed on it, uh, an athletes. But anyways, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's during those times. It's only dur during those times that, that, you know, that at the end of the tunnel, after it's all said and done, that is what forms you. It's like, you know, I mean, Trent, you know, you, you, you know, a lot about, about, uh, uh physical training i mean yes. you were one of the best at that that there is it in terms of of, uh, of of sports training and i mean like a muscle for a muscle to grow it's got to it's got to tear down that's and right. then rebuild and then it keeps you tearing and rebuilding and rebuilding well that's how we are as people it's like we got to kind of be torn down a little bit to keep growing and get better and that's how our faith grows and that's how we grow as people yes that is so let's talk about that that one percent that 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 superpower that separates you from the rest of the one percent. What is it that so many people, I mean, won't won't face that hardship? They will not face that um, discomfort. That I mean, and you know the physical anguish, and I think you've really touched this really well. The physical anguish of a rehabilitation because I had my shoulder redone too, right? And that is that's something. But we've all dealt with physical pain for a long time as athletes so that wasn't so uncommon it wasn't new the mental is really painful especially yes. for us who are always i was i was edgy like you man i mean i was always looking you know you know what i look like i don't look like the major leaguers right so i was like man i gotta do every single thing and i can't miss one single opportunity and when you're hurt everyone's getting opportunity you have no ability to progress when you are on the injured reserve or disabled list right. on in any league and at any level, like everyone else is getting reps. They're getting the chances to get better. There's opportunity that's coming and there's all sorts of stories about the player who was like, Oh yeah, this one guy got hurt. And then the other guy went in and the rest is history, right? Like he's, he's been the starter for 15 years, you know, and it's like, Oh, that was my position. But at the time I, you know, I rolled my ankle and I was out or, you know, like all these stories. Um, what do you think that superpower is for you that was able to separate you? It, my, my passion, number one for the sport, but also yep. my, my, my stubbornness. Yes. You know, it was like, you know, oh no, you should quit. You should. And I was stubborn about this and no, Bobby, look, you know, like, man, you know, it's, it's really not working out right now. You should try something. And, and I was like, no, like, uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to persevere. And my, the perseverance is just, 
it, the perseverance is something that that I think God put in me that that he put that spirit in me. He's like, you know, to persevere because I went through a lot in a lot of areas. Yeah. And it's it's a stubbornness. You know what? It's like a it's like a it's my pride. It's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do this and I'm going to find a way. And the only way that it's not going to work is that, you know, they just take it away from me because I, I'm going to as long as I'm breathing. I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to try to realize what I want to do. And mm. so I think that I think the separate for me, the 1% you talk about is that stubbornness. It's that, yeah. you know what? No, it doesn't matter. You can throw whatever you want at me. And yeah, I'm at that moment. It not, it's going to, it's going to hurt. It's going to taste sour. Those moments are bad, but you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go through that because I know I'm going to be better in the long run. And when I get there, that's when you're going to, you're, you're, you're going to taste the fruit of it. Thank you for joining us for another Winners Find A Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark. If you love this episode, share this episode with your friends and follow us on whatever podcasting medium you're listening to. If you want more content from us, join us at leadershipity.com or the Leadershipity YouTube channel. You can find us on all the social media networks at either Trent M. Clark or Leadershipity for our award-winning workshop win with great teams you can find that page on linkedin as well as our corporate page leadershipity if you want to win more it starts with you today say it with me now i have what it takes